The 17th Congressional District of Texas is shaping up to be one of the most closely watched in the country. In this tall, narrow district, running from College Station to Waco to Burleson is an anomaly. A district that votes overwhelmingly Republican nationally, but has elected Democrat Chet Edwards for two decades now. Following a strong showing by Rob Kernock in 2008, the Republican Party has made this their number two targeted seat nationally. Now, Kernock faces challengers in Timothy D'Alessandro, Bill Flores, Dave McIntyre, and Chuck Wilson, all hoping to face the incumbent come November. Ashley Cruz-Turner, coordinator of social sciences in the Department of History at MCC, begins his analysis of the race by saying it's amazing what a difference two years can make. What, uh, what, what we don't have is polling. You know, when, when you're looking at a race three weeks out, you'd like to see polling. And none of these guys really have a, a long track record. And we actually don't have much of a record in District 17 of having these contested, uh, these contested primaries. If you remember the last time we did this in 2008, we were just hours away from having an uncontested congressional election. Rob Kernock went down and filed on the eve of the filing deadline to run against Chet Edwards. It was almost as if nobody wanted to run uh, against, this, against this incumbent. This time, very different. We've got these five legitimate challengers vying for uh, the opportunity to take on this incumbent. Um, but it, again, it's, it's hard to tell exactly who's up, who's down in a race like this because it, it, you, you don't have the Gallup organization in here polling. In a race like this, until we know otherwise, is everybody a viable candidate? I think that's right. Uh, I think, uh, you know, there, it, it, we can tell who's spending a lot of money. Um, but that, that's right. In, in, I think e- any one of these five guys could, uh, could be the winner uh, at, at the end of the primary. You know, you look back two years ago, you mentioned almost didn't have anyone run. And then with very little money, Rob Kernock had a stronger, a much stronger than expected showing. Uh, to what do you attribute that? And does that give him an advantage heading into March? Well, in politics, name recognition is always an advantage. Um, at this point, Rob Kernock can run as a guy who's done this before. In fact, if you look at Rob Kernock's website, he'll tell you, I'm the guy who almost ousted uh, Chet Edwards uh, with almost no money. He got 45.4%, again, for a guy uh, who was, uh, uh, didn't run an especially strong or well-financed campaign. That, that's fairly amazing. Uh, why does that happen? I mean, I, I think uh, Chet, Chet Edwards is a remarkable story, and he is a, a case study in, in resilience. His problem is, uh, is, a, is a structural problem. His problem is that he is a Democratic congressman in a very Republican district. And so um, you, can, you, can see, you can expect any Republican challenger to give him a fairly competitive rate. Well, you know, you talk about, you know, you mentioned Bill Flores, and I think probably a lot of our listeners, uh, I think probably you and myself included, have received mailers from Bill Flores, pretty big mailers. How much does something like that resonate to people? Well, at this point, if you're looking uh, in terms of uh, tactically, uh, one thing that tells you, and if he's be able to, he's going to be able to run a campaign that uh, is well financed, and evidently, um, he's this is this is money that comes out of his own personal earnings. So, um, what uh, what you can have is we know that uh, we know that a Democratic incumbent will be well financed, and so Bill Flores, this tells you, here's a guy who's going to come in and probably be able to match. Uh, the Democratic incumbent, dollar for dollar. And so I think in some ways, just uh, from the balance sheet 
perspective. The Republican Party would love Bill Flores to win because they know they're not going to have to uh, nurse him along. I, I, they know that there's going to be plenty of money there. We're think, talking about the primary right now, but you've got the general coming up in November, and you've got a five-way primary while Chet obviously is running, running unopposed. What do you think he thinks as he sits back, sits back and watches all this unfold? Since I believe that uh, Congressman Edwards is one of the master uh, politicians, and I say that in a, in a positive way, of our time, I think he, uh, for the, maybe for the first time, he's, he's looking at all this and is very concerned. Again, there's a reason why the last time he was almost, it was almost an uncontested race. A guy walks in two, two hours before the filing deadline and files. That, there's a big difference in between, between that and five people contesting for the opportunity to run against this congressman. There's a reason for that. And uh, I think Congressman Edwards, uh, I, it seems to me that he's preparing for, uh, for the fight of his career. The fight for the right to face Edwards winds down on March 2nd when votes are cast. Tomorrow we'll continue to visit with MCC Professor Ashley Cruz-Turner about the 2010 primary, focusing on the gubernatorial races. For KWBU News, I'm Derek Smith.